0: Catherine Furkin is our U.S. correspondent. Hi, Catherine. Hi there, Heather. So the Chicago shooter's father might be in hot water.
1: Yes, it's been uh, another big day of developments here into the investigation into that uh, July 4th parade shooting. Uh, earlier this week, we learned that the gunman, 21-year-old Robert Cremo III, had legally bought the high-powered rifle that he used to shoot uh, it was dozens of people, but today, investigators turn their attention to his father, who actually assisted him in buying that rifle. Now, this was back in uh, 2019, I think it was, when he initially applied for a gun licence. In Illinois, he was too young to independently apply for a licence, but his father sponsored the application. Now, the reason that authorities are looking at this is because the father actually knew at the time that uh, just months earlier his son had been threatening suicide and violence. So, of course, the now authorities are wondering why on earth did the father allow him to get a gun licence and actually help him get a gun licence? Uh, and ultimately we are where we are today because of that gun licence.
0: Yeah, and, and there's also a suggestion that at some point they did turn up the coppers, that is, and confiscate some knives off the kid, and then the father claimed they were his and got them back
1: exactly yeah they found a whole collection of knives which did belong to the son and according to another family member the son at the time had threatened to kill everyone that's a quote uh but the father was clearly trying to protect him and i think it does seem that that's what's happened again here the father has spoken today though heather and said that he takes no responsibility for his son's actions
0: all right derek chauvin um he's got another 21 years has he
1: yeah, this is interesting. So today, you know, he he was, of course, I should say, the police officer who sparked outrage over the killing of, of George Floyd. And today he was sentenced to another 21 years by a federal judge for violating Floyd's civil rights. Now, before handing down the sentence, the judge called Chauvin's treatment of Floyd offensive and unconscionable Um, He again reiterated that he just couldn't understand why the police officer had acted the way he did, but he said he did want to show that he was going to be substantially punished for this. Uh, It's interesting, the sentence was around what we were expecting in terms of length. I believe the prosecutors were actually asking for 25 years. Um, So that 21-year sentence was around what we were expecting. Uh, The federal sentence will run concurrently with his state sentence. I'm sure you can remember that he was already serving a 22 and a half year sentence after being found guilty of second and third degree murder. So really, in effect, Heather, this will simply add a few years to his jail term.
0: Um, That American basketball uh, player that you had told us about previously when we spoke, who who was trapped in Russia, she has now pled guilty. Is that part of a strategy, do you think?
1: Yeah, this is a really interesting move. We spoke only a couple of days ago about how there's this growing public outcry here over the detainment of Brittany Griner in Russia. Today was a very unexpected move by the basketball star, something that none of us were really expecting. She actually pleaded guilty to the drug charges, and as you sort of suggested there, it has sparked speculation that it may be part of a strategy to help her get back to the US. Perhaps this is some part of a plea deal that's being negotiated behind the scenes. I'm sure you remember we spoke about how she'd personally written to President Biden appealing for help, and we know that Biden has been under increasing criticism for his failure to assist her so there's sort of a suggestion that this all might be quiet negotiations happening behind the scenes now. It's an interesting move, though, because samples taken from Griner at the time of her arrest didn't show any traces of drugs, and so far we've consistently heard from U.S. authorities that they believe she's being wrongly detained. It's probably also a bit of a risky strategy, though, <laughs> Heather, in my opinion, I'm um, obviously not a lawyer, but... If you look at what the jail term for this crime can be, it can be a maximum 10 years in prison if found guilty. So this decision to plead guilty, um, you know, probably it's part of a strategy, but it could also certainly backfire right now.
0: How would the strategy work? So you plead guilty and then what happens?
1: Well, it's interesting. The lawyers today made a point of saying, well, she's pleaded guilty, so now we're not expecting a severe sentence. We are expecting that it was only a very, you know, relatively small amount of cannabis oil that was supposedly found on her. Um, so therefore by pleading guilty taking responsibility all the rest of it I think they're hoping that she will effectively get a slap on the wrist and they can get her out of the country Um, but it is you know it's obviously one of those strategies that who knows how this is going to go we're still talking about potentially she's being used as a bit of a political pawn right now so you know probably things are happening behind the scenes that we don't know about but it, it is certainly an interesting move.